nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast reviews movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 593, and it is your review of Christopher Nolan's The Prestige. As always, it is me, the Nerd Chicano, here to host the show alongside my wonderful co-host, Brad Young Yoda. What's up, up, everybody? Welcome to a wonderful Monday. It's Monday night. July 3rd. July 3rd. This is actually going up on July 4th. But uh, yeah. Uh, Do you have something to do during the holiday? Yep. Bright and uh, not bright and early. I'm sorry. We're doing this at night. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, We're reviewing this early and live for our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com slash the nerd core. You can get this episode live and early before anybody else gets to it by clicking the link in the description that says patreon.com slash the nerd core. Or checking us out there and pledging to the dollar tier. That's all you got to do and you get this episode early and live. But before we get into any of the reviews or any of that wonderful stuff, Brad, how are you doing today? Doing good. Doing good, Roll. Not too bad. Not too bad? Nah. Nah, that's good, man. Um, I I had um, I went to work today. Uh, tomorrow, I did my extra hours so that way tomorrow I can technically get paid for tomorrow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I watched The Prestige in the morning, and I was going to watch Boys in the Hood uh, for an episode I am doing with RB3 for the Cinema Condition. Very cool. Yeah. That'll be a good one. Yeah. And um, I couldn't find it in my hard drive. Oh, shit. You know, I'm sorry. I'll wait. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, well, whatever. You know, I couldn't find it, you know, where it needed to be. Yeah, you couldn't find find it when you bought it and you you put a copy of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I found it later. But Rachel stopped by after, uh, to hang out while I worked, and they brought their, uh, you know, they picked up. Uh, well, not they didn't pick it up. I I bought Petite Maman for them for their mm. for their birthday, and uh, we watched uh, Life. My life as a zucchini because it's I one of the special features. Wow. Yeah, Yama wrote that film, um, and they have it in the supplements. So, watch that, and I was like, oh shit, you know. Came back home. We went to, they they were watching a Time Bandits with a friend, and I was watching The Idol. And now I I was like, oh, I was supposed to get to the the boys the boys in the hood, but that didn't happen. Uh, but that's all I've been up to today. Uh, to the dogs out too, and all that. But it's been it's been a long day. Um, but I got I got my hours done. You know. I was good. I was good. Yeah. Did you go to work today, or did you have it off? No, I went to work. I did leave a little bit early. Okay. But I left like two hours early. But yeah, I did go to work today. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, the streets were really um, like alone this week, this this morning. So yeah, no traffic. They, they were like, I, I think everybody just took the day off. They're like, yeah, we're gonna have the long weekend, long long yeah. weekend. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be 
Yeah. No, I don't even plan to get out of here to get out of here out of this room. I mean, I'm not even leaving apartment. the house. Yeah. She's gonna, gonna be like packed. I'm gonna be smoking some mac and cheese and some bratwurst. That's my plan for the day. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it was good to be able to just go there. Um, I I did um I uh, this weekend I forgot to tell you uh, I did get to go see uh past lives. I got to watch that in the theaters. Yeah, I Very liked cool. that a lot. But um, other than that, like not not much else to report, man. Yeah, we're uh we're doing our second Christopher Nolan month because we are celebrating the release of Oppenheimer this week. I mean this month. And of course, we are also celebrating the release of Greta Gerwig, Gerwig's uh, Barbie this month as well, by looking at her films on the uh, extra reviews. But because Greta Gerwig has only directed three films that are available to watch, um, we had to mix them up and we had to put like some in the uh, some of her acting films that yeah. are directing. And uh, yeah, so um, if you are interested in what we are going to be doing with that. That means we are going to be doing our commentary for um, for one of her films, and we're going to be looking at Frances Ha from her husband Noah Baumbach. So we're going to be watching that movie for our commentary, and then our mini pod is going to be also available on the Patreon. All of that is going to be at the five dollar tier at Patreon.com/slash/nerdclub. But yeah, that's the plan for this month. I think it's going to be fun, Brad. I think yeah. we're going to be able to finish up with uh, Nolan's filmography and just. Mm -hmm. Need one one movie, Oppenheimer. Yeah, she's gonna need Newtown, right? The who what? Newtown, bro. Oh, Newtown. That's what Lou calls it. <laughs> How to get your cast and crew to build a nuke? Yep. Yep. There's gonna be a documentary of that fucking movie made, probably behind the scenes. I'm ready to see how the hell he does this, bro. I really am. But um. Yeah, without further ado, I, I think we should just get into the uh, the prestige here. So, if you have not watched the prestige, you should probably get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers or you've already seen the film, go ahead and stay. Either way, how any of that goes, this is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is, in effect, in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> hey. All right, I got to go ahead and read from Wikipedia here. The Prestige is a 2006 psychological thriller film directed by Christopher Nolan, written by Nolan and his brother Jonathan, and based on the 1995 novel by Christopher Priest. It stars Hugh Jackman as Robert Angier and, and Christian Bale as Alfred Borden, rival stage magicians in Victorian London who feud over a perfect teleportation trick. The cast also features Scarlett Johansson, Michael Caine, Piper Perabo, Andy Circus, Rebecca Hall, and David Bowie as Nikola, Nikola Tesla. The film reunites Nolan with actors Bale and Kane from Batman Begins and returning cinematographer Wiley, uh, Wally Feister, Feister uh, and production, production designer Nathan Crowley and editor Lee Smith. The Prestige was released on October, two, uh, 2000, October 20, 2006. It was a review and grossed $109 million worldwide against a production budget of 40 million. It received uh, Academy Award nominations for Best Art Direction and Best Cinematography. So uh, the film sits at, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the music is done by David Julian and it sits at two hours and 10 minutes 
And of course, I already told you on a on a budget of forty million, it made one hundred nine point seven million dollars at the box. That would make it a success. Uh yes, yeah, it it would be almost like it's profit. It made profit back. Yeah, but you if it would have made one hundred twenty million. It would have been right there at it. But yeah, I had never seen this movie before. Brad has watched it before, um, and this is probably your second time, not right? Second. Yeah, yeah, but what's, I was. What's bad is I totally forgot the ending of this, so I was surprised. Yeah, <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised with this movie, man. I think that this is one of the most underrated works from Christopher Nolan. Uh, it's also really nice to always see this early work from Christopher Nolan, where like he hasn't completely like delved into that style that he created with like what going into like the Dark Knight and all that stuff and past the Dark Knight, you really do see that that certain visual style that that he has. But when you see, you know, Memento, The Prestige, Insomnia, um, and all those other films, you're like, oh, like that's early Christopher Nolan. Like he used to just, you know, he used to film on on film like this. And it's really interesting to see how it uh, it plays out. But yeah, I, I like this movie. I really like the story, and I think it was really underrated. I think that Hugh Jackman does an incredible job in this film. Brad, what are your initial thoughts on The Prestige? I love this movie. Absolutely. Even after the second watch, like I said, I totally forgot what the ending was from the first watching it, so I was completely fucking surprised at the end, too. I'm like, oh, that happened. Yeah. Um, Jackman and Bale put on a fucking clinic in this. You actually think these two guys hate each other. Pretty bad, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is yeah it's um it's basically war between two magicians and it's, it's kind of dope um i i hadn't i had no idea what this movie was about brad and i was like wait it's about magicians mm-hmm. it's a little it's a little goes in a little more than that yes they're magicians but it's a whole it's a whole yeah. other sense of of things behind that of the wife dying and then yeah. you know cutting the fingers off and yada yada on and on it just spirals out of control it's it's a revenge film on what happens with revenge that's really what it is um i really enjoy this film probably a lot more than nolan's recent stuff like a tenant or inception because it has those twists and turns that nolan's well known for but it's not convoluted as fuck like Tenet goes to a place of where I don't know what the fuck's going on. And this, like, I can follow this. Like, okay, sh- shit. Yeah. All right. So if that was a twin, cool. <laughs> yeah. Makes perfect fucking sense. So to to me, I I mean, I, I think this is one of Nolan's best. Um, I think it, it the score helps with it. Um, Michael Caine is in it, Scarlett Johansson. They they Scarlett Johansson kind of barely in the film. But she does what needs to be yeah. done. Michael Caine is great in the film as kind of the mentor to both of them. Um, overall, like I said, it's about Jackman and Belle putting on a clinic of masterful acting. And they do it with a great story that Nolan wrote. And uh, yeah. I yeah. like it. I, I'm, I just, it's like, it's so interesting to look at this, Brad, because you're like, I'm thinking like, Dude, he's working in this on this in between fucking Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like, you just think about that for a that's second. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, this although, is, although I, I, I'm guessing this is like a palate cleanser when you're working on a Batman film. You're like, the last thing I want to do is work on a fucking Batman film. So I'm going to do a little palate cleanser so I can come back to it. And this is the palate cleanser. 
but just so happens this palate cleanser is very well done and most people and that's why most people probably may not know about this film is because it was between his two batman films yeah well it looks like according to the production history of this it looks like he was supposed to direct this he was planning to direct this before uh batman begins but because the production accelerated pretty fast for batman begins oh yeah he kind of got lost was like you're gonna make this (laughs) yeah yeah of course but, you make this. You if you make these two, you can make this one. That's fine. Well, I'm kind of glad that that's what happened because, like, I don't know if I can picture anybody else but uh, Christian Bale in this and and Hugh Jackman. I I want to see so them more on film. screen now. Like they aren't together enough on screen, but they're just freaking masterful at just hating each other. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. That's what I really like about this movie is that like, at first it's kind of slowish. And you're kind of like, well, what is really, what is like, what is Christopher Nolan cooking up here? Like, I don't know what, what's going like. They're magicians like they hate each other. And then it just keeps going into it. And it's well, like, you see how it's, Jackman it's, becomes so obsessed with making sure that this guy understands that he took like a big part of his life from him. Okay. I'm, I'm going to put it down here. This movie's not slow. Roll. Roll, you made me watch fucking slow movies. Bro, at first right? it was kind of slow. No. Right yes. when, no. It's a Going... build up to when she's stuck in that fucking tank and then it's from there once, on. Once you're out of the sec- the first act, like it ramps the fuck up, bro. Nah. Like, nah I don't call any part of that slow. Oh, I think you're God. wrong. You made me watch fucking slow movies where you go, oh, I thought it was a good pacing. No, this shit was not slow. So don't it, listen it to him. <laughs> it was a bit, it was a no. bit uh, slow to get to that second act. And then once you really ramp up in there and you like go full steam into the climax, it just never fucking lets go of you. And then fucking Tesla shows up for some reason. Yeah, played by David Bowie. <laughs> by... And David Bowie's cat. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God. I that's the that's the part that like also like like completely caught me on guard. I was like, wait, you're talking about like Nikolai Tesla in here. Like, what the hell? Like you're also talking about like this, this, they keep wanting to one up each other. Like, okay, so, oh, you have like this, um, this, this trick. Well, I'm going to make the one about the bullet, the catching the what, bullet. Did, did you catch the, the two comparisons of the two magicians who ate each other? And then you had Tesla and Ford in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, I was like, I'm telling you, um, he, he's like, oh, oh, I'm going to do the bullet catching. And then he's like, no, he's starting to do one like a teleportation. Well, I'm going to copy him and I'm going to make a better teleportation. And then you Jackman's character's like, well, I'm going to go through fucking electricity and teleport. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna actually make copies of myself. Yeah. What? And then drown all of them. A hundred shows, a hundred copies and drown all. It's so fucking ridiculous the depths this man went just to fuck over... <laughs> Yeah, Christian Bell. like every single time, like he just tried to make sure, like one even got just a slighter edge over the other, and boom, uh, uh, came well, in. You know, well, here's the over. thing, you know, his his wife got killed. Like I get that. Yeah. He blows the dude's hands off, and then he's like, "It's still not enough." So he steals his axe. Um, Christian Bell's character comes back, fucks with him, and then he, I'll he's just like, "I'm going all the fucking way. I'm going to." Stay in this hotel until Tesla sees me and create some kind of, you know, god awful machine that shouldn't exist. Yeah. And so I can get back at him. And I mean, 
craziness. Like, and then Michael you, know, you, you know the last thing I'd be doing with that fucking machine? Goddamn magic show. I'd be fucking putting gold bars in there. I'd just be fucking copying the shit out of it. <laughs> and, then, and then Michael Caine, Brad, was like freaking awesome. Great in this movie, too. Yeah. And Michael Caine had it figured out. Had He's like, 100%. it's a twin. Yeah, yeah. He had it 100% figured out. Because like at first, when he kills Anger, I was like, what? And then I remembered, oh, he has that one stunt double he used for the yeah. teleport trick. Yeah, which is what I like. I and thought that, that too. Completely okay. And I was satisfied. I was like, okay, cool. It's like this anger that's about to come out. That's the real one because he killed the... And then the film takes like the second big twist. And he's like, nope, I have twins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? It goes. For, it goes from you know Hugh Jackman carries dying. You're thinking that's the, that's his uh the actor double, and then you know Hugh Jackman appears back. He's like, no, I Tesla built me a machine. I just make copies of myself, and then I drown them. And then it goes to oh shit, the twin was the bearded dude all along. Why the fuck don't I remember that? <laughs> yeah, and and of course like um I I really like Rebecca Hall in this as well. Um, Scarlett Johansson is pretty good too, but Scarlett Johansson's role is pretty minimal compared to uh, to Rebecca Hall. Yeah, yeah. Who's oh, like Andy Serkis was in this? Yeah, Andy Serkis was the was the was the the one guy who was telling him about the uh, teleportation. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Tesla's yeah. Tesla's helper. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, I liked him in this movie too. Um, I gotta say, the production design is fantastic, man. He really does take the uh, the setting of Victorian London and really like. Just goes. In. Of course, this is Nolan we're talking about, man. Nolan this just is the man who like in London, probably, and just left it in like fucking Arizona. <laughs> like this is Nolan we're talking about, man. Like he's yeah. the guy who like research extensively, and he always tries to create his sets to look really accurate to where he's like, you know, playing around in the film, and he really does get like a really really good looking set, and he does although, a really good job of bringing that out. Although budget wise, for Nolan, this is a very small budget. This is medium budget, Nolan, bro. Yeah, like. This isn't anywhere near being like the big budget that you'd this get. This isn't like, no Inception, no Tenant. No, no, and like that's that's the part that like really like trips me out because like, dude, he's able to do so much with so little here. Like you're thinking about it, Brad. Forty million dollars, like that's that's about the same amount that the Joker got. Yeah. And and, jo and Joker didn't have to have a whole Tesla machine that I'm pretty sure fucking Nolan built. One hundred percent, Brad. You want to put it past him? No. Yeah, like I'm looking at it here. Like, what's it called? Um, Memento cost how much? Memento cost five to nine million. Well, that's just like his second film. Yeah, he ever that was made. like his second. And Memento was actually very uh, minimalist, if you think about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was yeah. basically in a hotel room and a dude with tattoos. Yeah. Uh, Insomnia, the one with Al Pacino, cost um, cost forty six. Yeah. Well, and then Batman. Yeah, Batman Begins cost 150. Yeah, so like this 100% was like, oh look, I just had a massive success with my with my with my Dark Knight film. I mean, with my Batman film. Like, let me go ahead and take a little bit of this, and I really want to finally put this uh, passion project I've been doing for a while that I've been trying to write and get to work on. And he's like, oh well, I already have Bale, and he's like, Bale's like really good. We already developed a really good friendship. Might as well put it to to make this film. And I think it works out well for him, man. Uh, Wally Feister's uh, cinematography is fantastic. I love that scene when they're they're in the field with all the different light bulbs. Just, I, just like that's literally the only source of light. 
hitting them. And just looks looks beautiful. Beautiful. Agreed. Sorry, I was reading Roger Ebert's. What did Roger Ebert have to say? Well, it's on the Wikipedia. So he Roger Ebert gave the film three stars out of four, describing the revelation at the end as a fundamental flaw and a cheat. He wrote, the pledge of Nolan's The Prestige is that the film, having been metaphorically sawed in two, will be restored. It fails when it cheats, as, for example, if the whole woman produced on the stage were not the same one, so unfortunately cut in two. I don't know if I would call it a cheat. I want to call I it think... a cheat. I, I call it a fucking twist after twist. I call it the third twist. Yeah, because I, I think that it's, like, really, like, what's it called, necessary for you to, like, show it, because, like, People are still going to be saying like, "Oh no!" And I'm probably talking about like the the the, the stun double. And it's like, no, like, well, here it is. It's it's just like the scene with the bird when the bird is smashed. Yeah. And the living bird is there. That's what it basically is. And the I mean, Bell's one Bell, one of the brothers is hung, yeah. but the other one comes back and is shown to be alive. So I don't see where Roger Ebert saying that it wasn't restored because that was literally the trick. Yeah, I know that was the trick. And I, I love the, the monologue at the end from Michael Caine. It's like, you, you kind of have to show them because eventually they're not going to believe. And, and then you just go there and it's like, Oh, it's one of the twins. One of the brothers yeah. is right there. Yeah. So Michael Caine had it called the whole time. It's just Hugh Jackman didn't want to see it because it was too simple. Yeah. It was too simple. Uh, but God, like I said, I really like this movie. Um, I, I really do want to buy this movie now, uh, physical. It does have a 4K out for it. 4K, right? Um, Actually, I think I watched it in 4K. Yeah. It, oh, okay. Shit, it must look good. So, um, but yeah, man, I, I, like I said, I really like this. I think this is actually one of, like, like I said, one of Nolan's most underrated works, man. I think that this is probably one of his best. And yeah, first time watch, I, I really enjoyed it, man. What about you, Brad? Any final thoughts here on the procedure? Um, second time watch, uh, it didn't get worse. I think it got maybe a little better considering I forget when I watched it, it was years ago. So I didn't remember the ending, which kind of helped. Yeah. I was like, I've, I've seen a lot of movies after that. I'm yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, when the, I, I mean, cause I remember, you know, I kind of remember the, uh, Hugh Jackman part with the daughter and all that, but I totally just spaced it that Christian Bell, it was his brother and shit. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give the fi my final verdict. So I'm gonna go ahead and give the Prestige an eight and a half out of ten. I really like this movie. Uh, I don't. I, I think it's it's really good. And I think it's like on par with the rest of uh, his filmography. But um, you know, there's just other stuff that's higher than this. And even though Brad disagrees with me, I'm gonna go ahead and be like, you know, go ahead and reiterate. I did think a little bit of that first act was pretty slow. Nope. And but once it really grabs the attention into the second act, it just doesn't stop. It just keeps going. And yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't get, it doesn't ever get hard to follow. I think that the film does, even though it's right. working with a lot of like, it's a Christopher like, Nolan film. That's, that's easier to follow. Go figure. Yeah. That's, that's wild. Right. You know, even this comes after Memento. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Brad, what is your final verdict on the prestige? It's right up there with interstellar for me. And interstellar is probably my favorite. So, and I really enjoy this film. So, 10 out of 10. All right, man. That concludes our review of Christopher Nolan's The Prestige. And, of course, if you want to keep up to date with everything that we're doing over on our socials, make sure you can look at our website that literally just renewed today. And I was uh, scared that, you know, I wasn't going to have enough money. You know? 
I was like, oh shit. I was like, well, good thing that we have the patron money as always. Uh, but check that out at 70, uh, 70 not uh, thenerdcore.com. Check our Twitter out at thenerdcore underscore as long as that's still alive. Uh, Instagram at thenerdcore. Join our Patreon where you can get this episode early and live at the $1 tier over at patreon.com slash the nerdcore. And of course, if you want to talk about the films of Christopher Nolan or you want to just talk about the prestige with us, you can go check out our Discord. It's in the, the description in the audio and video. If you're watching this on YouTube, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Click that notification bell so you don't miss a single piece of content that draws on the channel. If you're watching, if you're listening to this on the audio side of things, please leave a five-star review on your Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify app. Those are the only three that I know of at the moment that allow you to do that. So if any other app does let you, go ahead and do that, please. We will be uh, back. Brad and I will be back during the, the week for our review of Ladybird. But in the meantime, oh, I'm sorry. No, we'll be back during the week. But we also need to thank our patrons, who are the wonderful people that make this possible, especially our producer, Shane. Where can you find Brad? Where can you find him, Brad? You follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at thrifted.il or go buy something from the suppy god at presentcityvintage.com. All right. And of course, now I can say it like, yeah, we'll be back during the week to do our review of Ladybird. But in the meantime, keep up to date with everything that we're doing on the channel. And of course, Brad, let's go ahead and send him out. All right. We're all thinking being hosts as always. Thank you to all those who join us in chat. All our listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters, we appreciate each and every one of you. And to end this episode, um, be careful out there on July 4th. Don't blow off your fingers. Young Goat out. Don't go Jason Pierre Paul on your finger.